Hey, what's poppin', guys? This is the Dallas Rays Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Alexander. Today's August 26th, a nice, breezy, beautiful day outside. Thank sure you is. for tuning in to episode 5 of season 2 of our podcast, where we put the highest quality baseball content out for you on the internet, and we'll be covering this week, week 5 of the shortened 2020 MLB season. And while you guys are listening, you want to go check out our Instagram at Delos underscore Rays underscore podcast. Doing a lot of stuff. Fan Fridays are coming out mm-hmm. every Friday. Want to go check that out. And tomorrow is Trivia Thursday. Yeah. So definitely tune in for that. And stay healthy. The usual masks in uh, close places. Six feet. If you want, you can do gloves. And let's get into this, right? Start off with We Got Ice. Before we start with We Got Ice, oh, I'm sorry. just want to let everyone know, we still have our very own stickers on sale. Mm-hmm. If you'd like one, I don't have a link set up yet, but DM us. We'll sell one out to you for only the price of $2. And get your very own Dallas Rays podcast ticket for two dollars. Otherwise, go check out our website link. You can go on our online store. Um, you can order a varied amount of merchandise that we have available for sale. And go on our Instagram, like um, Xander said as before. Check out we have some tournaments going on pretty much every day as yeah. far as logos. Like you said, post every day. Trivia Thursdays on Thursday. Brand new Fan Friday episode on Friday. Episode, episode, excuse me, yeah. episode out on Friday, so be t- stay tuned for that. Yeah. And like Let's you said, our goal got... is to always produce the highest quality baseball content on the internet, and we're always going to keep doing that. But let's start with We Got Ice. Let's go around the league. Do. Let's start with the injuries. Houston Astros, Jordan Alvarez, reigning 2019 uh, Rookie yeah. of the Year, American League. His knee, yeah. he's been hurting him, That's and he's out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. That knee sprain. Third baseman, Alex Bregman. His leg is hurting him, and he'll be on the 10-day IL. Uh, the Astros. They haven't been doing too hot, um, but this is definitely not going to help them for the short run. But long run, maybe they could change it around. Watching Nationals, Steven Strasburg, definitely not going to help the Nationals, short-term or long-term. He has carpal tunnel, which is the long-term, I don't want to say disease, disorder. I think is the right word. Um, he's tightening in his wrist. Season-ending surgery for him. That's oh. another pitcher off mm-hmm. that rotation, which has already not been doing well. New York Yankees pitcher James Paxton was originally supposed to get Tommy John. They said he doesn't need it. He's a, has a forearm strain. Should be on the 10-day IL. Along with second baseman Gleyber Torres with a strained quad and hamstring. So yeah. he's on the 10-day IL, but I can imagine taking a little more time to get back to what he needs to be. Yeah. Minnesota Twins pitcher Jake Odorizzi. Excuse me. Chest contusion. He fell right after he was finishing a pitch. Not fun at all to see. San Diego Padres pitcher Drew Pomerantz. They can't catch a break. Yeah, Shoulder strain. Pretty sure it's their... No, second pitcher in the past couple weeks. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't get shut down like uh-huh. Yates did. Uh, Tampa Bay pitcher Yoni Chirinos. Tommy John surgery will be out for the rest of the season and all of the next season. No matter how long or short it will be. Chicago Cubs third baseman Chris Bryant. Ring finger sprain. 10-day IL. This guy's keeps going back on the 10-day IL. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I'm playing fantasy. This guy keeps going on and off. I, I can't play him. Yeah. I keep losing. I'm one and three. On the IL. One and three. What's going on? New York Mets catcher Tomas Nito and shortstop Andres Jimenez for unclosed reasons have been put on the 10-day IL. Along with Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Nate Pearson. I believe he's the top five pitching prospect yeah. before the season started. Flexor strain. So we don't know how long he'll be out. We'll move on to prospect call-ups as San Francisco okay. Giants bring up catcher Joey Bart. Oh, I wanted to see Oh, yeah. Man. He's... Between him, Adley Ruchman, um, Sean Murphy, those are the top catchers coming into the MLB the next four years, I would say. And Miami Marlins pitcher Sixto Sanchez was called. We're going to talk more about his success in the news. Moving on to COVID, New York Mets, one player, one coach tested positive. 
uh, along with Houston Astros, they close an alternate site after positive tests, which oh. I believe is a AAA team. I can't think off the top of my head what the AAA team is, but yeah, that was been closed. And last but not least, St. Louis Cardinals, Yachty's back, fam. Yeah. Yadier Molina is back from COVID. Puerto Rican goat. And I'm going to transactions. We have quite a few trades here towards yeah. the trade deadline, August 31st. So Seattle uh, Mariners, I don't know why I said Washington. Seattle Mariners send, uh, well, they, let me say this the right way. Excuse me. San Diego Padres um, send Jimmy Yacobonis, right-handed pitcher, to the Seattle Mariners for cash. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies send right-handed pitchers Nick Pavetta and Connor Seabold to Boston Red Sox for right-handed pitchers Heath Hembry, Brandon Workman, and cash considerations. Then the Philadelphia Phillies also make another trade with the Yankees. They send right-handed pitcher Addison Russ, not Addison Russell, Addison Russ, for right-handed pitcher David Hale. And the last one, the Blue Jays send cash over to Seattle for first baseman Daniel Volkebach. So for those interested, Daniel has not had a great season. It's just... Yeah. Not a great season. So it, it's nice for Toronto because it's low risk, high reward. If this guy goes into Toronto, all of a sudden becomes a really nice hitter again, then they want something. And then Seattle gets cash for a player that they were going to put down to the alternate site. Yeah. I can't see them using him long term anywhere. That's a really smart idea. We'll continue with transactions, but we don't have any more trades. San Francisco Giants release infielder Yolmer Sanchez, who then gets signed by Chicago White Sox. Oh. But the Giants also designate for assignment Hunter Pence. Yes. Very interesting case because he was a longtime San Francisco Giant. Plays with the Rangers, I think, for just a year, right? Yeah, a year. A and year. Then... Makes the All-Star game. And the Giants are like, oh, we want you back. I they let him go. And now he's batting 96. Not 960.096. Yeah, Designate him much. for assignment. Not yeah. Too Along with Designate for assignment, the Orioles do the same thing to after the Dwight Smith Jr. Another guy I did not expect to leave the team. I thought I was sticking with them. Him and Anthony, yeah. sent Anthony Santander were the outfield with Trey Mancini gone yeah. for now. Um, they bring up outfielder Mason Williams to replace him in the roster. Cleveland Indians bring up pitcher Mike Clevenger. We'll talk more about that in the news. And also, Los Angeles Dodgers, they suspend pitcher Edwin Uceta. We'll talk more about that in the news. And that is We Got Ice. You know what that sound means. It's time for Alexander's Fun Fact of the Day. Let's get it. So, the the grandfather clause of the spitball. So, up until the 1920 season, pitchers in the MLB were allowed to throw... They were allowed to put saliva on the ball as much as they wanted. Oh, which is kind of disgusting. That's disgusting, dude. But oh when they, they... They were like, alright, no more spitballs. But you pitchers that were throwing before 1920, they did a grandfather clause, and you're allowed to throw spitballs. Oh, the one guy, Burley Grimes... Pitch for the Brooklyn Robins, which was a team mm-hmm. at the time. He continued for another 14 years. So in 1934, this guy was still throwing spitballs while other people had to actually learn how to move the ball. He oh was literally cold, like spinning on the ball, slobbering oh, on the ball dude, just to get movement. It's how like, much water did that man drink? I don't even know. The man had to like <laughs> probably have to have gallons. You know, like when you go dugout. bike riding and you gotta yeah. have that little backpack on yeah, you. Yeah. Drink. yeah, he definitely had one of those While in 1920. Yeah, yeah. Are right, we good? Ah, oh, yeah. It's spitball yeah. coming your way. Spitballs are disgusting, man. <laughs> Let's get down to the brass tacks and nitty gritty of today's episode. Let's go. We're gonna cover week five of the MLB season. No mm-hmm. way. No better way to start that 
And the standings. Where are we at with standings? All right. Let's have always. We start off with the American League, and we're gonna start off with the East, like we always do. Tampa Bay is taking the lead over Yankees. They're twenty and eleven. Okay. Yankees are behind them, sixteen and nine. They didn't get to play the games because yeah. of mm-hmm. COVID. We'll talk more about though. that. Yeah. Um, heading to the Central, the Minnesota Twins have it twenty and eleven. And behind them, tied the White Sox and the Indians are eighteen and twelve. They're That's both a close division. In the West, the Oakland Athletics are killing it, twenty-one and ten. And behind them are the Astros, seventeen and fourteen. Okay, so I'm not too far off. Yeah, heading to National League, let's start off at the East. The Braves are still in the lead, sixteen and twelve. And the Marlins are fourteen and eleven. Okay. Central, the Cubs are eighteen and eleven, and the St. Louis Cardinals are ten and nine. The West, the Dodgers are dominating the division, twenty-two and nine, and the Padres are eighteen and thirteen. So that's it for the standings, and well, let's get started with the uh, news. The news yeah. So our very first um, news article we have is Lucas Giolito. For those who are watching baseball yesterday, if you have you were living in a cave, Lucas Giolito of the Chicago White Sox at the first no-no of twenty twenty. Not just for twenty twenty though, he put thirteen strikeouts, which is a franchise record for Chicago White Sox with the most strikeouts in no-no history. Wow. Yeah. Heading to some more news about trading Milwaukee Brewers. They said the price for Josh Hader is going to be really high, so they're going to want someone really good with, or someone medium but with a lot of cash. Because I don't know how well he's been doing this year. But he's still a, a good guy. Yeah. I mean, last season he did... It, like well, yeah, he did really well last season, but I, I've been keep, keeping track of him this year. I don't know what he's doing this year as far, yeah. but like, if he's the same caliber as he was last year, I mean, you're gonna need a lot of ammunition to load up to get this guy. And the Boston Red Sox said they have no untouchables, so everyone could be traded for. Yeah, doesn't matter who they are. They it makes sense. They're they're ready to rebuild. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do it. Yeah. So we were talking before about Cleveland Indians and the pitching staff. So Clevenger, this has been kind of the past news of the past two weeks and episodes. He will make his start today versus the Minnesota Twins. But right-handed pitcher Zach Plezak will not get the call-up just yet. Now, that also that, that move raised a lot of questions. Oliver Perez said he would quit if he they were not moved out, yeah. to the all if they were not put in the alternate site. I don't know if that still stands if they move up. Does Oliver Perez quit? We don't know yet. He's gonna boycott. He's gonna be like, no, I'm done. I can't do this. I'm opting out. Another question that's raised why Clemager not Plezak? Right. We don't know too many details about exactly where they went or who instigated who, but did Plesak do something worse than Clevenger? Did he make him go with it? Like, we don't know. Yeah. Are they picking favorites? I don't know. Because apparently Plesak isn't doing better than Clevenger this season, up until the quarantine. So, I don't know. I mean, we obviously they still got Shane Bieber, and he's he throwing gas. Yeah. Shane so Bieber. much gas. Throwing strikeouts, yeah. making them look at him, but... Mm-hmm. It just makes you question the franchise and like what actually happened behind the scenes that we don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's head into some good news. Albert Pujols passes A-Rod on the RBI list. Nice. For second most, 2087. Uh, in first place is Hank Aaron, which is kind of really hard to get to, with 2,297 yeah. RBIs. Yeah, 200. From the all-time great Hank, yeah. Hank Aaron. So that's it's going to be hard to pass. Two hundred RBIs. Is in the end of his career, yeah. forty years old. So he needs to get two hundred ten RBIs. Yeah, soon. <laughs> so hopefully it happens. We also talked about the Mets and their COVID situation. So they had one player, one coach contracted COVID. I want to say it was on Thursday after they played the Marlins. 
And the Marlins were not quarantined. The Mets were. Um, but after that day, they kept getting negative tests the whole weekend. But their subway series with the Yankees at City Field was postponed on yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They had an off day on Monday. But yesterday, they played a doubleheader against the Marlins. Now, the, the Mets are going to the Bronx to play the Yankees this weekend for subway series as planned. I'm sure one of those is going to be a doubleheader, at least mm-hmm. two of them. Yeah. Have five or six games in that series, and then they'll figure out the rest. I think they play each other at least one or two more times. So... Let's head into player performance. Zach Greinke has been calling on his pitches to the batters. Yeah. He's getting a little cocky, and then he's throwing 54-mile-per-hour ethoses. So I'm seeing that in high school, and that's a slow pitch. Imagine <laughs> what they're thinking. And also, Sixto Sanchez. He's the other side of the spectrum in speed, for sure. He's He reached 100-mile-per-hour four times during his first inning yeah. of his debut. I mean, His we, first inning. We talked about this guy before the COVID season started uh, for 2020, and we literally yeah. said he had a chance to be a really good rookie or to, mm-hmm. to put a lot of effort towards Miami and a team that's struggling a little mm-hmm. bit as far as doing well. And this guy, he's got it. Yeah. 100 miles an hour, four times. I mean, to be, I don't expect him to go that fast, but I expect him to put some gas in there. It's really nice. We're going to move on to Williamsport. For those who don't know, Williamsport, Pennsylvania is the home of the Little League World Series. Primetime youth baseball, 12 years old. Don't ask you why, but 12 years old is apparently primetime of Little League Baseball. Um, if those don't know, Little League World Series, it happens every year, except for this year. Um, it's represented, I believe, I want to say eight different regions, eight yeah. to 16 different regions around the world. Um, they go through a whole thing. You have to go through districts, sectionals, states. You have to win your state, and then you'd have to win your region with all the other states around you. It's a very big tournament. But to comply with that tournament, I want to say since around 2018, so similar with the Players Weekend kind of thing that we have with um, the MLB, they decided to use those jerseys, change them up a little bit, and they've been having Little League World Series Classics, I want to say since around 18 and 19. I know the Mets played the Phillies one year. I want to say the Red Sox and the Yankees were in it. Next year has been announced on August 22nd, 2021. It'll be the Angels... Versus the tribe, the Indians. So well, that should be a decent game. I mean, Shane Bieber keeps putting up his gas. Otani comes back as a full-time pitcher. We could have a nice game on our hands in mm-hmm. Williamsport for the kids, the 12-year-olds. Yeah. Heading to some fantastic record-breaking news. Mm-hmm. San Diego Padres record six Grand Slams in six days. Yeah. They were the first to do four in four days. And they broke their own record. And they broke their own record twice. So... <laughs> they, their whole team has been hitting great. I know Manny Machado won NL Player of the Week without Tommy Pham and without their pitching. Uh huh. I th- this is twenty twenty baseball. Anything can happen. This is literally anyone's game. There's no one that's out of the race right now. We no expected one. the Padres to do well, but we didn't expect them to. Yeah, be come doing swaying out of the fences. I mean, uh-huh. Colorado's kind of cooled down. Yeah, two and thirteen in their last fifteen games. Yeah, not too well. But two and thirteen, and they were fourteen wins and something to start mm-hmm. the season. Like you said, at the it's beginning of all the season, momentum, all momentum, mm-hmm. all hot streaks. All who's gonna bounce back? How how, how, how long your streaks gonna be? Yeah. that's the mm-hmm. question. That's who. Whoever's the longest streak or the most short burst of energy, they're gonna win. Yeah, but I want to say we're around halfway to the season. Yeah, or a little, actually a little bit more. A little bit more than halfway. A little bit more. But we're gonna move on to the next. Is Los Angeles Dodgers pitching prospect Edwin Uceta suspended and flown back? the Dominican Republic after violating the Dodgers COVID-19 protocol. So, I mean, I guess it's similar to the situation with Clevenger and Plesak, yeah. but 
international free agent, mm-hmm. they sent him back to DR. They said you can't play the rest of the season. They yeah. they're not tolerating it. I mean, that's good that they're because canceling. They it did out, leave yeah. it up. The MLB. If you want to think about it as like government, if you want to think of MLB as the U.S. government and these little teams as state governments. They left the power to these teams Jeez. to delegate the punishment. There's not big MLB punishments mm-hmm. yet, since there hasn't been too many things happening. There's been a couple things, but not too many things. Yeah, a similar thing happened, or they're, they're threatened. The Blue Jays before the season started during summer training or spring training, whatever summer games or whatever, they, they they said there would be a fine and possible jail time oh. if they went against the protocol. Okay, I mean it's strict, but so far it's worked. I mean, yeah. So hopefully other teams don't have to go to that level to make things happen. So we got some really good news. Cal Ripken Jr. is now cancer-free yeah. after being diagnosed with prostate cancer in February. I'm really happy to hear mm-hmm. this. He's a great Iron Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy to hear that. Also, Bo Bichette, there's some good news about him. He may return in 2020. The swelling in his knee is gone and hoping to see him soon. I want to say he had that knee sprain around two weeks ago. Yeah. I want to say. Or maybe like a week and a half. But he's gonna be he's gonna be he he has a chance. To yeah, there's a chance for him to come back. The so. Blue Jays are optimistic about that. Yeah, he had a really good beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the last number uniform issued in baseball. So from 1849 to 2020, there's only been three numbers that haven't been used: 86, 89, and 92. Yeah, you think within 200 years, yeah. they would have used all of them, right? Uh-huh. No, but. In 2020, this happened. The New York Yankee pitcher, Miguel Yaude, um, called up, and he's number 89. Yeah, this past Thursday. This past Thursday, and before that, St. Louis Cardinals, both two pitchers, number 92, Genesis Cabrera, and number 86, Jesus Cruz, were called up earlier before Mm -hmm. the Yankees pitcher, and now every single number has been covered in all of baseball. Yeah, it took around like 200 years, but they finally got it, right? Someone, it, yeah. someone finally got it every night. right. Pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to head into maybe a little controversial um, topic for our last topic of the day today on the episode. Cincinnati Reds. I think you know where I'm going with this here. Starting pitcher Trevor Bauer. He was wearing custom free Joe Kelly cleats. So they're both white to describe it a little bit because, you know, we're not showing you. Um, I, I believe I want to say on the left cleat, it said free Joe Kelly in red, yeah. the Dodgers color. And then it had the face that he made at Carlos Correa on the other cleat. Yeah. Right? So he posted on social media. He's like, ready for the game. Or it was like something like that. Mm-hmm. As soon as MLB saw that, they threatened him. That they said they would eject him from the game if he was to go on the field with those cleats. They would also send him a fine. He said, for the safety of his teammates, and he didn't want any more publicity to go towards his team for his actions, he put the cleats away. But... That did not stop Trevor Bauer from complaining about it on Twitter because he's the most vocal pitcher in baseball, probably player, but yeah. he does it for the right reasons. Uh-huh. I'm behind him on almost everything he said so far, all the way from Houston. So he went to Twitter. He complained, saying that it's not fair. I don't think it is fair because, and this is exactly why I said it, they followed the NFL where they said, this season, we're going to make it interesting. MLB players can wear any custom cleat they want as long as it's not racist, as long as it's not political. Is Free Joe Kelly political? Do we have politicians, Democrats, or Republicans complaining about Joe Kelly pitching at a Houston Astro? No. Exactly. So it's not political. Like It's a belief, sure, but it's not political. We're not voting on the president to find out 
if Trevor Bauer could wear custom cleats that says Free Joe Kelly. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think they just wanted it. They're, they're blacklisting him. They don't want him to speak up. I, that's 100% what's happening. Yeah. But I'm glad he's using his voice. He's still complaining. Yeah. He doesn't care. He'll literally tell you in person. He'll tell you on social media. He's the kind of guy. He's very political. Yeah. Not political. Excuse me. Not political. Because we're not having political beliefs. That's why he's allowed to do this. Yeah. But very vocal did is the word. Did you see the other thing Trevor Bauer did, though? With the shirt, right? Yes, with the, the shirt. He, mm-hmm. he struck because, out. He well, ended the game, right? But let, Let's take it back a little bit, just back. so we know. So he played for the Indians last season. I, I want to say he was traded, right? Yeah, he was. He was traded this offseason. At the trade, at the trade mm-hmm. deadline, mm-hmm. he was. And he got mad. I think that he messed up. Or he either he, lost the game or he messed up. No, he messed up. and He took uh, the ball no. and threw it to center field. So he was getting taken out actually. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. He he was he wasn't doing too hot. He had a mm-hmm. bad game, and uh, manager. Came it's out. also important that we say that it was in Kansas City, Kauffman Stadium for the Royals. It was in it was, yeah. It was in mm-hmm. Kauffman Stadium. The manager came out and he was gonna he 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 put the right hand on his mm-hmm. wrist, telling him, "All right, we want the right-handed pitcher coming in." Trevor Bauer took the ball, crow hopped from the mound, <laughs> launched it. Over the 410 yeah. sign in center field. Exactly. Yeah, just a little light toss, you know? And then after, once this, he, the Cincinnati, when he played yeah, with Yeah, he came back to KC. He came back to Kansas City, won his first game there. Mm-hmm. He did a complete game. After, he he gave a high five to his uh, catcher when he came up. He unbuttoned his jersey, put it down in a shirt that's, it was a, a cartoon of him mm-hmm. saying, send it. And yeah, and it had the Royals throwing, logo in the back. It background. had the Royals logo in the back, so and cool. it was him throwing a ball. I was like, he's vocal, and he owns up to his mistakes. I like it. I love it. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer awesome is stuff. maybe my favorite player now. <laughs> but that will do it for us here. Week 5 recap. Season 2, Episode 5 of the Delos Rays Podcast. Make sure to head over to poddex.com. Put in code DELOS10. Get yourself a pod deck, man. Yeah. Get yourself a set of cards. It's going to help you out with your podcast. and help you out with your broadcast. Any kind of thing you're doing. You want episode ideas. Questions to ask people. You're bored. Get yourself a pod deck. Use code DELOS10 at poddex.com. Make sure to head over to Instagram at DELOS underscore Rays underscore podcast. Check out our Instagram. We got a daily post. Tournaments. Yeah. Um, on this day, we just posted yesterday. Yeah. We got Trivia Thursday coming up tomorrow. Fan Friday, Friday on Friday. We got posts every day coming your way. And we're going to achieve our goal of putting the highest quality baseball content out on the internet. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week.